Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Thank you so much, Captain Coach Dorothy. <laughs> I, uh, as always, um, I so appreciate you. I appreciate sharing this platform with you. I appreciate co-partnering uh, with you uh, in this endeavor. And so it's it's such a blessing and an honor uh, to do that. Um, it's a privilege and an honor also to come before everyone this morning on this call. And so uh, I, I really am super excited. God was just kind of giving me some more stuff this morning. And um, so uh, let's let's kind of just go ahead and jump into it. So um, we are in a mini-series called Biz by the Book, Achieving Kingdom Success in a Secular Marketplace. And on our last call on yesterday, we, we it was a little bit more of an introduction to the series um, because we talked about, you know, to set the tone, we talked about, you know, his thoughts versus our thoughts. And it was based on the scripture, Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, where it says, you know, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. And and so uh, I also gave a couple of examples that I uh, felt would kind of bring, you know, some practical examples that kind of brought the point home where, uh, you know, in both instances, you know, the, the challenge in, in the businesses uh, and what I was facing in, uh, you know, in my business and the, another example, which was a real-life example of someone else's business and how it was handled because in both of those instances, it, was, it wasn't even about how I thought I should handle it or how everyone else thinks that they should handle it. It's what is God saying about how you should handle certain situations. And so today uh, I want to talk from the, I guess, from the title uh, of ownership versus stewardship. And so it is always with our desire that the wisdom that we share inspires you. So uh, again, let's go ahead and get into it because when we consider the fact that God is the owner of our businesses, and we are stewards of our businesses, that should bring about a whole nother level of uh, perspective, if you will. When we consider who the owner of our businesses are, he's, all, he, he, he's the owner of everything, right? But when we, sometimes we kind of compartmentalize it. And the reason I know that is because a lot of times we handle situations in our businesses different from from the way we handle things in our personal lives, right? We handle things, we consider things, okay, this is just business, right? This is just business, okay? And it, that is true. That is true. But, we, but when we consider the fact that God is the owner of our business, we are more likely to um, serve from a place of excellence, we're more likely to consult him in our daily actions, right? When we consider the fact that God is the owner of our business, he cares about 
He loves us. He cares about us, and he loves us. And he's also concerned about our business because that still represents him. Everything that we do represents him, right? And so, uh, again, today we're going to talk about ownership versus stewardship. And so I want to give you a couple of scriptures, First uh, Chronicles 29 and 11, which says, and I, I typically read from the King James Version. Uh, you pick whatever version you want, but... Um, First Chronicles, First Chronicles 29, 11 says, Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heavens and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Another scripture I want to give you is Psalms 24, 1, and it says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Everything is his, right? He is the owner of you and me, everyone on this call, our possessions and the business, right? And so um, when we consider the fact that he is the owner that that really should change our perspective. And I, I just want to kind of continue on the thought of the owner versus the stewardship, the ownership versus stewardship, and then I'll talk a little bit about what our responsibilities are as a steward. Okay? So as the creator of all, all things, consider this, as the creator of all things, God holds the certificate, if you will, of ownership to the world and to all the people in it, right? I was looking up this definition of biblical ownership, and it kind of blew my mind. Um, it says, now this is, the, this is the King James definition of an owner. The rightful proprietor, one who has the legal or rightful title, whether he is the possessor or not. I'm going to say that one more time. The rightful proprietor, one who has the legal or rightful title, whether he is the possessor or not. Now, I'm not going to get too too much more into all of that. I just really want that to kind of marinate. And as preachers would say, you'll get that on the way home. <laughs> because knowing that God is the owner of our businesses should put things in perspective. Like it's it's about yielding our personal rights and expectations that should help us to resolve a lot of stress, a lot of worry, and a lot of anxiety, right? I mean, knowing that he's the owner, he's responsible for the results in your business, right? And so the, the, the biblical principle of ownership is about recognizing that all things ultimately belong to him. But he entrusts us, entrusts us with the resources, the responsibilities, 
and the affairs. We are stewards of that. When we acknowledge God's ownership, right, when we acknowledge that he is the owner, and I want you to really, really get this because this really, as I was kind of studying this, this really um, kind of helped me to kind of bring things home for myself because before I say that, I got to tell you, because Dorothy and I have these these after-party conversations <laughs> about what we, you know, what we talk about. And so um, it, it, it really um, kind of brings things home when we actually talk about this, these conversations afterwards, okay? But my point was when, um, when every business decision, every business decision should be a spiritual decision. Every business decision that we make becomes a spiritual decision when we acknowledge God's ownership of our business. So we no longer are asking God, what do you want me to do with your business? It now becomes, Lord, what should I do in your business? I I think I said that wrong. What do you want me to do with my business? Changes to, Lord, what do you want me to do in your business, right? The biblical picture is one which absolute sovereignty is attributed to God alone. Absolute sovereignty. While stewardship, right, while we have stewardship, we have responsibilities that are attributed to us as stewards, and we are accountable to God for the fulfillment of those responsibilities. It's it's a huge responsibility as stewards, right? And so, I, again, what I'm really wanting to do here is help us. And what I was beginning to say, I, I don't think I finished my thought, when, when Dorothy and I have these after-party conversations, we talk about how what we discuss impacts us, right? Because, you know, although God is giving us these uh, um, you know, these calls to impact others, let me tell you something. These calls impact us, those of us who are delivering this content, if you will. It's going to impact us because if it doesn't, we're just doing it out of, you know, because we have a skill or a talent or, you know, a, a way of delivering. And it's this is not about that. It really is about impacting those of us who are delivering this as well as those of us who are listening to this, right? And so um, ownership, again, versus stewardship. God has absolute sovereignty over the business. We have responsibility as a steward, right, as a steward. So as a steward... We have responsibilities, and I want to give you four um, things. I want to share four things with you as a steward of your business that you should always keep in mind that this is a part of your responsibility. God is the owner. We are the steward. 
So if you're writing this down, I'm, I'm going to give you four things and four purposes for us to make sure that that we are holding that we're that, that we're going to be held accountable for in our business. Okay, you ready? I hope you're ready. Number one, to glorify God, and we know this. We know that in everything that we do, we are to glorify God. We we are to glorify Him, him in our personal lives you know, in our relationships with other people, but we're also to conduct business according to the principles that's outlined in the scriptures, God's word. Our work should be done without compromising God's ways because he examines our hearts and our attitudes and our motivations behind everything that we do, not just the action. And I, I, I've got just a few minutes to finish up these thoughts here, so stay here with me. So number one is glorify God. Number two, make a profit. We're supposed to be making a profit on our business. Profits are the byproduct of a well-run business. And we should, we, we should consider making a profit both notable and honorable. We should be maximizing our profits, right? Not sacrificing biblical principles in doing so, right? But we should be maximizing our profits. Number three, what we do in our businesses should support the work of the kingdom. Giving is one of the purposes of us as believers in our businesses, right? It is what God has called us to do and gifted us to do in our businesses. When we as businessmen and women understand that, we have a strategic responsibility in funding the work of the kingdom. So that's number three, support the work of the kingdom. Number four, spiritually impacting our sphere of influence. The marketplace. The Lord has given us a position of influence in the marketplace in order to impact. If we have workers, we're to impact workers, vendors, clients, customers, and competitors, right? He's appointed us to represent him in the marketplace, okay? So I hope that today's wisdom has inspired you. I hope it propels you to keep moving forward. I hope it propels you to consider that your decisions that you make, every decision that you make is about spiritual. It's, it's spiritual. Every decision you make is a spiritual decision in your business, right? So if you would, all of you who are following us, if you see um, a link online. Dorothy's on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. I want you to tag us and say, every decision I make about my business is spiritual. Repeat after me. I know I can't hear you right now, but repeat after me. Every decision I make about my business is spiritual. All right? Now, that's your assignment (laughs) for today's call. Also, if you'd like to know more about uh, our virtual co-working and collaborating community, as Dorothy said. If you want to be a part 
of uh, what we have come together to design under, under God's instructions, you know, about how you can benefit from the resources and transformational coaching, go ahead and send us an email at hello at aaccoworking.com. With that being said, meet us back on the line tomorrow, same time, same place, same station. We'll be here with more of Wisdom Inspired. Have a productive day. Blessings, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.